This is the First Emmanuel Lutheran Church Podcast. For more information about us, who we are, and how to get connected, check us out online at filministries.org. Today's message is delivered by Pastor Tim Sieben. Merry Christmas! Feels so good. It's time to bring the joy. One of the people that I listen to and I'm going through kind of those bummer days or I'm feeling down in the dumps or I'm not feeling very motivated. There's this guy named Brendan and he has this slogan and it's called Bring the Joy. Bring the joy. Have you ever felt that before that you needed to bring the joy to the room? You had to bring the joy to the team. You had to bring the joy to your office or school. Bring the joy. We continue looking at all these emotions that the characters of Christmas faced in our series, Deck the Halls with All Your Feelings, all of these emotions. And today we really get to look at our own emotion because Christ the Savior is born. That is supposed to be a feeling of joy because of Jesus. This is what joy is supposed to look like. Jumping in the air, celebrating for joy, exuberance. This is what we picture when we think of joy. And I can think of many circumstances where I've felt that, that celebration moment. But I might call those celebration moments also happiness. The angel proclaimed something very happy, something very awesome to the shepherds that day while they were out in the fields when they declared, I bring you good news of great joy. The angels were bringing that news of joy, that gospel of joy, that Christ the Savior was born. Happiness may be derived from the things that happen to us or happen around us. That may also be why happiness is fleeting. The angel didn't sing, say, I bring you good news of great happiness. He said, I bring you good news of great joy, which shall be for all the people. Joy is constant. Happiness is fleeting. For joy is a state of mind or a state of being because of what has happened to us and what is to come. So joy is a state of mind or a state of being because of what is to come. Because we feel like we're supposed to look like this, happy, celebratory. This is what joy looks like. This is how I bring the joy. But sometimes we need to bring the joy when we're doing the hard work, mixing cement, doing the yard work, working at our vocations, which are sometimes challenging when we're doing our work in school, which is both vigorous and it's so hard from time to time. And yet, In that, we are supposed to find joy. There may even be joy in baking cookies or cleaning out the dishwasher or washing clothes or, dare I say, cleaning a dirty diaper. Joy. We're supposed to be joyful in all circumstances. Hmm. Joy is a little different. Happy. I'm not happy when I have to clean a diaper. I'm not necessarily happy when I have to go out and mow the lawn, but can I find joy in those situations? Absolutely. 
for biblical rejoicing is defined a little bit differently. Let's look at a few of those examples. The first one is joy is talked about in marriage, that joy of being in a lifelong connection, husband and wife dedicating their lives to each other. You might think of the wedding day as joy, but your wedding and your marriage really lasts as long as you both shall live. Joy in living life together. The birth of children is also described in the Bible as a time of joy and celebration. And I know when, when our one child was brought into the world, it was a day of celebration. There wasn't just joy, there was exuberance, there was partying, there was excitement. Even though he would be in the hospital for the next several weeks and we knew it, there was great joy when we held that little baby in our arms the day Sam was born. Joy at the time of harvest when there's fruitfulness. The Bible frames those, those plentiful times as times of joy. And Israel's return from the Babylonians when they were able to leave captivity and go back to their land in Israel and Jerusalem, the exiles felt great joy. Peter and John rejoiced on the occasion of their scourging. Hmm. Different framework of joy when we look at it through a biblical lens. Paul and Silas, while they were in prison, joy. They were singing hymns and praises. It helps put joy into a different context for us. It's more about happiness, those things that happen to us. Instead, it is that state of mind because of what Christ has done for us. For our joy is in Jesus. That's what the angel told the shepherds. He said, born this day in the city of David, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. That's the good news of great joy. Jesus is born into the world. Jesus, the one who would change the world. Jesus, the one who truly brings joy. A song we're going to sing in the sermon today instead of outside of the sermon. We'll sing tidbits of joy to the world as we celebrate this Christmas season. But this was an accidental Christmas hymn. Pastor Rosh tells this story a little better than I do, but John Watt actually didn't intend this as a Christmas hymn. What he would do is he would take psalms and bring in the beauty of New Testament Christology. So he wrote Psalm, he looked at Psalm 98 and said, how, can, how do I see Jesus in this psalm? So let's look at that from the King James. It's up on our screen. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord all the earth. Find that connection. Joy to the world. The Lord has come. Let earth receive her King. Make a loud noise and rejoice and sing praise. Sing unto the Lord with a harp, with the harp and the voice of a psalm. Let the sea roar and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Let the floods clap their hands. Let the hills be joyful together before the Lord, for He cometh to judge the earth with righteousness. Shall He judge the world and the people with equity? So He decided we need to bring Christ into this because Christ is so visual already in this hymn. That is when He wrote that famous hymn, Joy to the World. So I want you to sing it with me, a cappella this time. We're going to sing just stanza one right now. Print it on the screen. 
Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart declare Him room. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and heaven and nature sing. Now look back at Psalm 98 for a moment. Do you see how nature is singing? How nature is clapping her hands? There is celebration. There is joy. He's bringing the beauty and the majesty of creation, proclaiming the goodness and the celebration of our Savior. Now the second stanza really, or another stanza, really gets into that natural side. Here we have the rocks and the hills and the plains that nature proclaiming the joy of their God. So now let's sing this stanza together. Joy to the earth, the Savior reigns. Let men their songs employ, while fields and floods, rocks, hills, and plains repeat the sounding joy. Repeat the sounding joy. Repeat, repeat the sounding joy. Repeating that joy again and again. He's reminding us, bring the joy. Not just in song, but in our daily living, in the way we live out our lives. We bring the joy of Jesus into homes. We bring the joy of Jesus into the office place, it's a mindset. We don't often feel like bringing the joy. I have to admit, uh, yesterday morning when I woke up, I usually think, okay, it's Tuesday, what do I do today? Wednesday, what do I do today? Yesterday was Wednesday. I was so thrown off because I knew church was that day and the next day and the next day and the next day and the next day. I was like, oh man, what day is it? Because every day feels like a Sunday. I wasn't feeling the joy. And I got here, and the, the weight of the world in the office, the weight of the world at home, and, and Pastor Reichman actually said, he said, or Pastor Rosh actually came and said, hey, you feeling strong? I said, nope, I'm feeling weak. And Pastor Reichman went, hold it, what does that mean? He's sitting over here. And I said, well, I'm uptight, I'm uptight, there's so much going on, and I'm not, I'm not feeling the joy, it's Christmas Eve, and there's so many things around me, and I'm feeling pressure, I'm feeling pressure. And then what did I hear? I heard five times a message on peace. <laughs> I'm like, be at peace. Bring the joy. Even amidst that not-so-great morning yesterday that I was feeling, and maybe you've had mornings like that, maybe you've had weeks or months like that, when we're not feeling the joy because we, we might think joy is happiness. Joy is not happiness. Joy is that mindset of what Christ has done for us. And when we see that, then all of a sudden we can bring joy even into challenging days. For joy is continuous. Joy is hopeful for what is to come. Not necessarily what we have today. Yesterday morning wasn't a good morning. Ah, there's still joy even in that. Hebrews 12 frames how Jesus saw joy differently 
He had this future vision of what joy would be. I'm going to read that a portion of that text again for you from Hebrews. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before Him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated the right hand of the throne of God. Jesus, who for the joy set before Him, endured the cross. <clears throat> Jesus endured the cross because of the joy that was to come. His joy wasn't in the suffering. His joy was in the end game. His joy was in through that suffering you and I would have our sins covered over. His, his joy was that through His death and resurrection, we would have victory over sin and death. His joy was knowing that through this series of events, we would be welcomed into His eternal kingdom. Who for the joy set before Him endured the cross. Most of us will not have to endure a cross with our future goal, but we may have to endure hardships, calamity, illness, sickness, even grief as we journey through this life. But who for the joy set before us because of Jesus, we may find joy in the challenges. For when Jesus' love has overcome death itself, joy becomes reasonable even in the darkest circumstances. Different framework on joy. That mindset that Christ has won the victory, that He's given us this grace, that we have this forgiveness that has nothing to do with us, but all about Him. That gives us joy even through the challenging times of life. For our joy is not in the perfect house or the perfect wrapped Christmas tree or, or the beautiful gift under the tree. It's not in our stock portfolio, whether it goes up or down. Our joy is in Jesus, the babe in the manger, who for the joy set before Him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Joy world. Joy to you. The Lord has come. Now go out into the world and take that joy with you. Bringing the joy to your homes, your families, your co-workers. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's message. If you want to learn more about First Emmanuel Lutheran Church, visit filministries.org. We'll see you next week, and God bless.